and welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode, and leave a five-star review while you're there. Also, are you a fan of Block Talk? Well, our newest fans are the fabulous team at Daft Boy. With the highest quality fans, accessories, and gear for any occasion, Daft Boy is here to serve it to you every day. And over at Daft Boy, you can create your own custom fan like the Block Talk fan I thwarp at every show. Fans of Block Talk can receive 15% off at checkout using code BLOCKTALK. Visit daftboy.com today. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at TheaterTheNow, and visit TheaterTheNow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. She's funny and she's nice and one of the best drag queens in all of New York City. It's the one and only Juicy Lou. Hi, how's it going? It's going great. I'm so excited to finally have you on the podcast. I'm so excited to be out here. This has been a bucket list person to have on the podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, oh yeah. And a lot of people have asked to have you. What? Yeah, we're going to get to learn all about you. Okay, looking forward Um, to it. How has your summer been so far? Um, It's been been busy. Uh, Like Pride season, was it was crazy, and July ended up being crazy, and then I just went away to Provincetown for vacation, nice. and that was really, really nice and relaxing. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so Pride was fun for you, March in the Parade. Oh, yeah. Um, didn't start until, what, like 6 p.m.? Well, so I think our call time was 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I don't think we left until 8. Dear God. Yeah. We, we got to adjust it next year. Yeah, no, no. It was it was, it was was really crazy, and we were just we just got bored, and we are just like, there's a lot of fun pictures. There's like a bunch of pictures of us just in like sunglasses, sitting bored on the float, waiting yeah. to go. Um, but it, it was really a fun group to be around. I was yeah. Like, yeah, Jasmine um, Rice, uh, Pixie Aventura, Keisha Carr. Legends. Yeah. It was, it was really fun. Well, let's learn a little bit about you. Okay. Where are you from? Um, I'm originally from California. I was born in Torrance, California, which is where uh, Boogie Nights takes place. Okay. Um, so that was what was happening when I was born, and I just gave away my age. Um, <laughs> and uh, and then I grew up in Rancho Palos Verdes. What was it like growing up in California? Um, well, I lived in, like, suburb, suburb land, so... There wasn't a whole lot to do. Like, I, I hung out with, like, my cousins, and we'd watch lots of TV and stuff. And then when I got older, there was a lot of hanging out in parking lots, being like, so whose house are we going to go to? Um, there's nothing to do. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. We saw a lot of movies. Yeah. <laughs> what was, what's one of your favorite memories from your childhood? One of my favorite memories, I think... Getting to do, like, getting to do theater. Nice. Um, I started off in like middle school. There was like a, a children's uh, theater company called Curtains Up, mm-hmm. um, and I did a few shows with them. And I did shows in high school. Um, just being able to like play like funny characters yeah. and like I, that's yeah, I love that. Now, obviously, when we think of theater, a lot of people immediately go to Broadway. Were you able to be exposed to any Broadway? As a kid in um, California? A little bit. Like, we would get, like, the major touring companies mm-hmm. coming through. And actually, well, uh, 
it's Disney's fault why I started getting into like musical theater because um, when Beauty and the Beast was on Broadway, they had mm-hmm. like a, a special on the Disney Channel, and this is how they get you, uh, and showing you behind the scenes and stuff. And so on the first trip that we went to New York, I was like, we have to go see this, and that's kind of got what got me hooked on seeing theater. Yeah, that was my first Broadway show too. Oh, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw the original cast. Oh, nice. Yeah. So uh, except for. The, the person played the dad, uh, Bosley, uh, from from Happy Days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I saw it, I saw one of the replacements, but it was a young Carrie Butler. What? And Mark Kudish. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love Susan Egan. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw, I got to see in college Susan Egan, uh, or no, no, it was, I, was, I was graduated at that point, in Cabaret. Oh, um, nice. And she was Sally Bowles, and she was so good. Yeah. Yeah. I want her to come back. That We need her. Yeah. So where did you end up going to college? I went to New York University. I know that <laughs> little school. Yeah. I was in the Tisch School of, 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 of Arts. Tisch School for the Arts. There we go. Studying theater. Studying theater. Now, I was, which branch were you focusing? I was at the Stella Adler Conservatory. Oh, of course. Of course. I was. Stella Adler. Yeah. <laughs> so you're classically trained. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> what? So... I've spoken to a lot of people who have come to New York and done theater. Mm -hmm. A lot of drag queens Mm -hmm. go to AMDA. Yeah. But you did the full four-year experience. I did, yeah. Um, What was it like being in New York as an 18, 19-year-old and seeing this incredible city? Well, I I really had to grow up really quickly. Um, Like... I grew up, like I said, in like suburb, suburb land and coming here, just like being the city, having to learn the subway. Like I was really scared of everything when yeah. I got here. Um, my, I remember during like orientation week, um, my parents are still around and I was in my dorm room and I was by myself and I'm like, I don't know what to do with myself right now. And I called them up and they're like, I was like, can you, um, can you take me to dinner? Cause I don't know what to do here. <laughs> and they're like, Oh, we already ate, ate dinner. I was like, Oh no. Um, and they're like, well, we can take you to McDonald's. I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah, let's go to McDonald's. And they like picked me up from my dorm and we went over. Um, I was definitely very scared, but yeah, you had to grow up really quickly. Did you, were you able to see a lot of theater while you were here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any, any favorites that stuck out? Um, I got to see, I'm going to keep aging myself. I saw the, <laughs> uh, a preview of the last five years. Okay. Um, okay. at the Manetta Lane. No, was it? Yeah, Manetta Lane. Um, I, and I got to get Sherry Renee Scott's autograph afterwards. Oh, amazing. And I had known her from like Aida and mm-hmm, listening to mm-hmm. the Tommy soundtrack. And so that was really, really exciting. And, yeah. and Norbert Leo Butts, I got his That's uh, a good autograph cast. too. Yeah. So when did drag into your life? I feel like there's like, drag has like slipped in and out, mm-hmm. um, starting from when I was like really young. I think we used to put on little plays uh, for my parents. And for some reason, I was always like, I'm going to be the mom in this or something. And I'd grab like a dish towel, make that <laughs> my wig. Once we did like a uh, like a Batman stunt show and I was Catwoman. Um, exactly. Because I was obsessed with Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, and so, yeah, that happened. And then that disappeared. And I don't think the next time I did drag was until college when I was doing this it was a benefit, and we were doing all Shakespeare scenes, gender bended, mm-hmm. and I was playing Portia from the Merchant of Venice. Oh, I cool. got to wear, yeah, it was fun. Um, I got to wear like a Victoria's Secret like negligee and had a towel on my head and full face, and then that was the last time until like after college, 
uh, I did like a stage reading of M Butterfly where mm-hmm. they fully did me up. Um, and then I think that disappeared until like six years ago. Um, big fan of Drag Race. I was like, I want to go out and start like dressing up in drag. And so I started doing like a few, just going out for Halloween and drag and uh, being in drag for my birthday and then other people's birthdays. Yeah. And yeah, and that's how that started. <laughs> how would you describe Juicy in three words? Uh, I would say she's bubbly, animated, and weird. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, <laughs> she's weird. What is the origin story of the drag name? Um, Actually, it was the first Halloween that I fully did drag six years ago. Um, I was... I wanted to be Manila Luzon, but I didn't have the budget. Um, <laughs> I was trying to do the the Big Bird look. Okay. Um, but I was like, this is going to be really expensive. So I found like a Katy Perry wig um, that had like a, it was like the brown, the, sorry, the blue wig with the like heart in it. Mm-hmm. And I made the heart into like a cookie monster. And so I became like a cookie monster drag queen. Um, but uh, my my boyfriend was like, uh, you need a name. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be Cookie Monster Drag Queen. And he's like, that's not a good name. <laughs> and on the way to a party, we were just like trying to figure out what to call me. And he's like, you should be Juicy Lou. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's really great. And so I went around this party being like, my name's Juicy Lou. I'm Juicy Lou. And that's how that started. <laughs> and where did Jucinda come from? Jucinda was because Facebook wouldn't let me be Juicy. Weird. Um, so like, it was right before I auditioned for So You Think You Can Drag. Um, and, uh, like, I was, like, trying to create a, a Facebook profile for myself. And I went to go type in Juicy, and then it was like, you can't use that. That's not, like, a real name. Um, we need, like, documentation that that's actually your real name. And so I was like, okay, fine, I'll be Jucinda. And they took that, and then I've been Jucinda ever since wow, <laughs> on that's Facebook. A, that's a real name, apparently? I, I guess so. And it's spelled incorrect. Like, right. Because, like, it, it's, isn't there, like, a stepsister named Jucinda or something? Or, Lucinda. Oh, Lucinda. Lucinda, that's what it okay, is. Okay, well, maybe they didn't know the difference between a J and an L. I think it was just so <laughs> weird that they were like, oh, that must be a name. We're not going to question her. <laughs> yeah. So how long does it take to transform into Juicy? Um... It takes, I can do it in an hour and a half, but I hate that. Um, it takes me like, maybe like a little bit more than two hours. I like to have, nice. yeah. Do you have any like traditions that you do when you're getting ready? Um, I like to listen to, lately I've been listening to like Dear Evan Hansen, like the entire <laughs> sound, uh, yeah, the entire thing all the way through. Um, I watched, I listen, or not watch, I listen to Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been listening to Queer Eye and stuff. I feel like there's a lot of TV shows that I've listened to but not actually watched. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same kind of person. Like, there are shows that I just need to binge through it, and, like, I have other things to do at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I'll have it on, but I don't think I actually pay attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's rare to pay attention to a show. Yeah. What are some of your favorite makeup products that you use? Let's get you some endorsements. Oh, um... Krylon, like I mean, oh, yeah, we love Krylon. Yeah, I love those paint sticks. Um, I'm really bad with names, and that's really bad. Um, I this is gonna be awful, and every drag queen's gonna be like, "You're an awful person," but I definitely still use CoverGirl powder. Uh, uh, and I know I'm gonna get red for that, but it, it works for me. Uh, if it works, it works. Yeah. Um, I have some Dermablend products as well. 
um, that I've started to incorporate more um, into my makeup. Nice. Too. So there's something legit. <laughs> what was your first gig and what was the first lip sync song you performed? Uh, my first gig was the first night of So You Think You Can Drag. Well, all right, let's talk about That's, it. That's, yeah. So for those who don't know, maybe been living under rock, you competed in season six. Mm-hmm. And I think you, you won. Yep. <laughs> you, did, you did fairly well. Crazy, yeah. So let, let's luck. talk about the first number. What was the first number? Um, The first number was To Love You More by Celine Dion. It was actually the song that I used for the audition because I didn't have like a song ready. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I really like this song. So this is the song that I really want to do for my audition. Um, and actually, I was just... It randomly came up on my boyfriend's like time or some something that reminds you that you yeah. recorded this a while ago, um, and we like filmed it in my living room, and had my boyfriend tipping me in the middle of the number <laughs> and everything. It was really funny, um, but yeah, that was my very first. Was number. there a theme for the week? No, it was, it was show us what you got. And nice. I was like, this is the only thing I got, um, <laughs> so this is what I'm doing. <laughs> what was the so you think you can drag experience like for you? Um, crazy. It was so fun. Um, I got to collaborate with some good friends of mine. Um, my friend Ken, right when I got into the competition, was like, I, I will help you with your numbers. I'll mm-hmm. help you direct your numbers. And I'm like, okay. And his roommate, also my friend Dan, was like, I'll help you choreograph your numbers. I'm like, oh, oh my God. Okay, great. So I definitely had like, like a little bit of a team going yeah. in. Um, and I don't know how I would have done it without them. Um, but it was just week after week pumping out like these big numbers and trying to create like new fresh ideas. And I think it was great not having a preconceived notion of what I would do in drag. And then because I was just figuring it out along the way and there was no like juicy has to do this. Right. Um, it was just like, well, this is what I feel like doing this week. Um, and this seems to fit. So let's do it. Do you think that your theater background helped make everything flow as well as it did? Oh, totally. I think I tried to tell like a story every single week with Mm -hmm. that. There was always like beginning, middle and end. Um, I I called like my numbers like mini plays. Um, They're like little scenes and they're kind of also a little bit like sketch comedy as well. Um, So trying to find where to start and where to like twist it. I feel like something in each of the numbers, something like goes wrong for mm-hmm. the protagonist and then you find your way back. Um, so I feel like that was like, that was my formula, I guess. <laughs> Are there still any numbers that you perform from that season? I do. Um, I bring back, there's like the, this fairy godmother number that I do. Um, I brought back Jan Brady mm-hmm. a bunch of times. Yep. Jan Brady's actually coming back uh, in a few weeks nice. as well. Uh, I'd love to be that number. Um, what else? And, and To Love You More like pops up every now and then. But because those numbers required like a cast of characters, like, it's hard to right. just get them on its feet. Are there any numbers or runways that you wish you could do over? Are there any ones that I would do over um no actually like not to say like i'm tooting my own horn and being like i was amazing i feel like i really enjoyed the journey that i was on um and just learned from everything that i did in that competition so i don't think i would have changed anything actually that's fair that's a valid answer your cast was pretty big Mm -hmm. you had some big hitters in there exactly um heidi of course yes ritzy ritzy 
Um, Lady Sinagago was uh-huh. there. Um, Kimmy. Kimmy Moore, yes. Yeah. Um, who else am I forgetting? There, there, there's, there's a lot of heavy hitters who are still working. Yeah, no. What was it like to do the competition with a bunch of young queens like that? Well, I feel like everyone had been doing it. I mean, everyone had definitely been doing it longer than me because that was <laughs> that was mm-hmm. my start. But you were the baby. Yeah, I was the baby. Um, but it was. I was intimidated by everybody. Like that first day, I came in and I just didn't even talk to anybody. I was like, and my boyfriend was like, "You need to go talk, make friends with people." I'm like, "I, I will, I will later on." Um, but I, I think it was great. We had a. We had a group chat. I feel like every competition has like a Facebook group they, chat. You would think most of them do. I, I heard rumors of Iconic last season did not. And I was oh, like, really? Are you kidding me? That's why y'all did a Night of a Thousand ASMR videos. Yeah. Oh my god, that's funny. Um, no, I, I and like I think it was, it was great. I feel like that helped also, just because it was like, oh, everyone else is like working yeah. through it, trying to, like, struggle to figure out what to do with their numbers each week. So I think that was nice, because otherwise, I don't know how you would have that conversation with everyone yeah. else, because you just see each other once a week. Yeah, was was there a camaraderie between the cast? I, yeah, there was, yeah. But obviously, at the end of the day, it's still a competition. Yeah, it's still a competition, yeah. I mean, yes, there was drama as well, but yeah. Of course. But I think, yeah, we all respect each other. Now, we were very lucky to have you uh, guest judge uh, Iconic last season. What advice would you have for someone who is going to do a long-form competition like Iconic or UDP or something like that going forward? Um, I think it's really take this opportunity to like discover yourself, figure out what you like, don't compare yourself to anybody else, like keep your eyes in your own lane, and just really try to flesh out what what are the things that make you go like get, make you excited and stuff it's like is it comedy is it dancing um and just get really specific yeah. with what, the things that you gravitate towards and i feel like i feel like that because a lot of these competitions is how how queens discover who yeah, they are absolutely um so i think it's a great like training ground it doesn't even matter if you win. No, and, and that's what is hard to tell um, someone competing in the competition. Is yeah. It's okay not to win. It's what you make out of the competition. It's the connections you make with your sisters. It's the connections you make with the bar. It's the connections you make with the producers. Because at the end of the day, they're going to be the ones who are going to help your career move exactly. forward. Exactly, yeah. But, yeah, it, it's hard. I, I mean, I've not obviously put myself in a position like that. I'm, I don't know if I know if I could. It would mm-hmm. be stressful but no yeah i feel like looking back i was like if i knew it was gonna be that much work i probably would have been scared to do it but i'm glad i did do it did you have like a favorite theme that you got to do i think inner child week was really fun because because it was the most so i I picked to do my number about jonathan taylor thomas which (laughs) another like i'm just dating myself where is he i know exactly um but it was like, it was something that was very much a part of my childhood mm-hmm. and like having a crush on him secretly and stuff. And so I did a number about him and it was just like a really weird number. Um, but for some reason, I just really en- enjoyed that. It was like fantasy, I guess, a little bit of fantasy role play yeah. um, as a 12-year-old version of myself, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Dressed as a girl. <laughs> so for Iconic, you came in for our Snatch Game Week, for mm-hmm. our Icons at Icon Week. I was very upset that um, someone 
who had already claimed Liza, so we couldn't have you. And they were great as Liza. She, oh, Megami was incredible doing that number. That, um, QVC, like, Liza, was like, so dialogue. Good. It was so just, funny. killed me. Yeah. You have a signature Liza number where you do mine hair with the choreo. I can't wait to see it again, so let me know when it <laughs> okay. again. And, and we'll have you do it iconic at some point. Okay. But if you were to be on that Drag Race television program and you had to do Snatch Game, who would you do? Oh, oh my God. Okay, uh, I would do George Takei. Okay, all right. Because um, he's, he kind of almost talks a little bit like, not... Not the it, same way. It talks a little like my dad, and so like it's kind of fun to like imitate because it gets it's like a little bit my like my dad, and then you go a little bit further and stuff, um, and just because he's like he's really funny and he he's is. like re- like every time he's like oh my like yeah. it's just, like that gets a laugh, um, but I love George Takei. I actually did a I did a stage reading of a musical with George Takei. Oh nice. Um, so there was this musical that was on Broadway, Allegiance. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend. Of mine was working on it, and they just needed someone to come read the the play at at a round table, um, and I got to play the young version of him. Oh, that's amazing! Um, and I got to, like in the same room with him, and I was just like, I was just in awe of him. Amazing! Yeah. Were you doing drag at that point? No, this is yeah. So you get to tell him that you're gonna do him for Snatch Game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what New York City drag queen that you've yet to work with is on your dream list? Um, I've. It's. I feel like a lot of newer queens get to work with her, but I ha- I, I didn't get a chance to. It's Shaquita. Mm-hmm. I've never like I've seen her shows. Yeah. a bunch of times. I think I, I've met her um, out of drag, um, but I've never gotten to work with her. Oh, I think she's so. Let's funny. get you there on a Thursday yeah. night. Yeah, I love her. She's she's wild. She's so funny. And talk about Legend of New York City. Yeah, she's she's been around. Mm-hmm. If you could create your own show at any venue, what would it be called, and what would we see in it? Um, I've been toying with an idea of, like, a, it's, like, kind of a play, but not, but with, like, drag numbers and stuff, where it's, like, a, a kid's TV show, and Juicy finds out after, like, the first number that the show's getting canceled, and the rest of the show's sort of, sort of like, salvaging, like, trying to find ways of like getting the writings up or, or like that's fun yeah I, I don't know what that's gonna look like but that's kind of been an idea i've been toying with we'll see what happens nice. yeah so you've been a staple recently at um uh, industry on mondays mm-hmm. for shows yep with tina burner mm-hmm. and the cast of many yeah what has that experience been like for you um it, it's it's really been it's like a it's like an honor to work at industry like mm-hmm. i used to, i used to go to industry I used to go see queen on thursday nights um and it's such like a big venue so it's like it's really like a it, it's great getting, having the opportunity to perform there and getting to perform with like tina tina's also someone i watched before i even thought i could do drag yeah. um so i i really love working there the staff is all so nice yeah and there. it's a production so show yeah. so you get to mm-hmm. You, you you have to change costumes. You exactly. You have to do big numbers. Yeah. It, it, with like lately, I've not been wearing nails just because I know I have to switch <laughs> costumes. That's and valid. Stuff. It's valid. No yeah. One, no one yell. Um, but yeah. No. But I think it's also just pushed me a lot to really come up with bigger numbers to do there, um, and also 
there's a, a projection screen that we can right. work with. And so like creating the visuals for like, you have to fully realize a production number. Um, but I, I really, it's been really fun. Is there like a crowd favorite number for people who come back week after week that they want to see you do? Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, I've never asked, or right. and no one's ever said anything to me. Maybe they just don't like, it and they're like, whatever. Oh, Juicy's on. I'm gonna go <laughs> no, get back to my no, phone and no. get on Grinder and see who's in Hell's Kitchen. Um, I mean, or do you have a favorite? I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I do the mine hair there actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I love doing that there, um, just because it's like it's like big stage. Yeah, and getting to do that number. Yeah, we're gonna play this or that. Okay, so I'm gonna give you two options. You're gonna tell me which one. You want. Okay. Day or night? Night. Sleep in or stay out? Stay out. Thunderstorm or blizzard? Uh, blizzard. Beach or pool? Beach. Provincetown or Fire Island? Provincetown. Vacation or staycation? Oh. Staycation, I'd probably be more uh, productive, but vacation. <laughs> Starbucks or Dunkin'? Uh, Starbucks. Sweet or sour? Sweet. Brady Bunch or Partridge Family? Brady Bunch. Classic Disney or modern Pixar? Oh, gosh. Oh. Uh, modern Pixar. <laughs> all right, all right. Brittany or Christina? Uh, Brittany. Whitney or Mariah? Whitney. American Idol or The Voice? American Idol. Diamonds or Pearls? Diamonds. Bar and Party or Netflix and Chill? Bar and Party. East Coast or West Coast? Whoa, that's, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, um, it depends on the season. <laughs> All right, there you go. I love that. Yeah, I'm, I'm at the point now where I feel like the humidity and at my older age is yeah. getting to me. Like, I get congested and, like, I have ear problems. Exactly. I'm yeah. like, I, do I have to, like... Last last year when I had it, I went to Vegas, and then all of a sudden it was all gone. Yeah. I was like, do I need to leave the East Coast? Is it not working for no. me anymore? No, yeah. But, oh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting sad about the East Coast. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like being from California, like, every winter, I was like, what was I thinking? Like, the first <laughs> few, I feel like the first winter I was here, I was like, I'm not getting a winter coat. And I don't know why I had that thought. I was like, no, I can survive this. I'm from the West Coast. But I just wear just several little coats yeah um and that was stupid and it would take me forever when i was getting to like class like to take off all my coats and then put them back on (laughs) yeah too many layers yeah we're gonna go behind the music a little bit and learn what your signature number is okay how did it become your signature number and what did you do to create it um i think my signature number is my I enjoy being a girl mix. Mm-hmm. Um, and that came, I think that had just been floating around in my mind. It was actually the first mix I'd made post So You Think You Can Drag. And at that point, I was just performing like just like straight songs. Um, because a lot of the numbers, like I said, and So You Think You Can Drag, I can't necessarily do by myself. Um, and that came out of loving this monologue from Grey's Anatomy. Uh, with Meredith and thinking, oh, this would be a good song to transition to. I enjoy, uh, I, I feel like a woman. Um, and then another part was I was walking by like a Rite Aid and I was listening to uh, Take My Breath Away. And I'd be like, wouldn't this be funny if 
you like run into someone you think is really hot and then you have that like 80s music blaring <laughs> that, yeah and then that became into like oh i think zach efron's hot let me find a quote about him saying he's zach efron <laughs> and then so those were two like separate like mixes and i was like oh these kind of go to each other and then like found a way to like mix them together and i'm like okay this makes sense to me and that's kind of how that happened <laughs> nice now, I know you use a lot of, like, pop culture references in, in your numbers. Mm-hmm. You target a lot of things that are happening or movies that are nostalgic. Where else do you find your inspiration when you create your mixes? Honestly, it's, like, I, it's just listening. Like, I've been just, like, I'll go onto, like, a YouTube binge and be, like, uh, listening to comedians and, like, what they're talking about. Yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of my current mixes have a lot of, like, like stand up in there. Um, I've been listening to like Ali Wong, mm-hmm. uh, Joel Kim Booster, and, and Margaret Cho, and yeah. hearing what they have to say. And yes, of course, they're all like Asian heroes of mine. Um, and just hearing like their point of view, because like it's like I agree with a lot of your points. Um, and yeah, listening to like comedians, does, that's a big experience. Uh, that's a big influence. Um, and sometimes I go into like a topic, I'm like, I want to create a number about Grinder, and then just like, look up like bits about grinder yeah. <laughs> yeah are you someone where the clip comes first the music comes first it really depends like it, it's like whatever springs up an idea yeah it's like, like chicken or the egg yeah yeah and it's like sometimes it will be the clip and sometimes it'll be the music what is the most requested number of yours that you wish people would stop requesting i don't think i have a most requested that like I'm like don't don't ask me that. Or how about yeah. um, a song that come or an artist that comes up in drag roulettes that you wish would stop being requested? Um. So I I always like begrudgingly do this, but like this actually doesn't happen as much anymore. But like the We Are Siamese. <laughs> song from lady in the tramp will come on when in a drag roulette and i'll just be like eye rolling but at the same time i think it's hilarious but it's like it's also so stupid yeah oh god but it's like yeah yeah there's what one of the covers on like a disney mania um i'm i'm because we have a disney week for this season oh fun i'm afraid that someone's gonna we are Siamese mm-hmm. it. Well, or also the, or yeah. um, our potential guest judges for that week will do it as a duo. Oh, no, don't do it. Oh, gosh, yeah. They, they already mentioned um, a song, and I was like, no, you can't do it, because that's what Heidi's doing. Oh, hey. I'll tell you off air what that is. It's yeah. amazing. I wonder but, if uh, they're going to include that in the movie, the live-action Lady and the Tramp. Oh, God. I mean, probably, or in some way, shape, or form. I don't know. I mean, Lady and the Tramp has never been one of my favorite movies. I don't know what it was. That movie just never clicked with me. I don't know if I've ever seen it all the way through. I think it's I just... Cute. It's got yeah. some good music in it, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one just never clicked with me. Yeah. Like some of the other older ones, like Robin Hood, like I love. Mm-hmm. So that, that era, era I still yeah. enjoyed, but that one just didn't do it for me. Yeah. All right, we're going to play my favorite game and everybody else's favorite game. It's time for tea time. Okay. <laughs> um, you've worked with some incredible people, yeah. so I have, a, I have a nice extensive list of names Ooh, for you. okay, here we go. Um, so you're going to share some stories, spill some tea, whatever you want to talk about. Okay. Um, and you're super nice, so I hope this is the, the meanest tea time we oh, ever get. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, we, we have to start from the top with Paige Turner. Paige Turner. I actually just saw Paige today. Um, 
she was walking by my office, mm-hmm. uh, and then she was recommending that I go into this coffee shop because the guy at the cash the cashier was really hot. A slurp. <laughs> uh, a sl- yes, she definitely said that as well. A slurp. <laughs> uh, I I love Paige. Paige, yeah. I used to go see her shows all the time. Uh, when when she was at Vlada, mm-hmm. was doing slurp at Vlada, and then at at, at therapy. Um, I. I owe a lot to her. Like, she really gave me my start. Like, she let me do that. She let me do So You Thinking a Drag, being someone who had no experience whatsoever. Um, and also, after that, like, I guested with her a bunch at her show, What the Fuck Wednesdays, at, uh, at Hardware. Um, and she's just been super supportive. And she's just a fun performer. And she's so quick on the mic. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Did it ever feel intimidating to, like have her as the host and then you be like almost an equal with her um on a sh- on stage when you got to guest and everything uh, yeah because she's been doing it for i was gonna say forever i just made her sound really old <laughs> no but she just like really knows what she's yeah. doing and i'm just like oh i'm still figuring it out this is maybe a joke but nope nope that's not funny i'm not gonna talk anymore <laughs> next we have the one and only jackie cox jackie cox i i, I love her um I love that she came back and did So You Thinking Drag mm-hmm. All Stars. What she brought to that stage was just great. I mm-hmm. love that she did did Westworld. Yeah. Drag Westworld. Yeah. And I was obsessed with Westworld at the time when I saw that. And I was like, yes, singing silently. Yeah. Like, Season one was good. Season two is a show. <laughs> yeah. I it's kind of I feel I, I didn't watch the second season in order, and I don't oh. feel like you needed to. No, you did not. Yeah, it, oh, was, it was a mess. It was just like, oh, I guess okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I, I I I love her. I love her. I love working with her. She's another one that's like really quick mm-hmm. and so funny. You yeah, know? and having the, another theater background exactly is super helpful. We have a mutual friend uh, who I went to high school with, and she went to college with. Oh, cool! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Next up is another uh, So You Think You Can Drag alum and winner, Vicky Buffon. Vicky Buffon. I haven't seen B- Vicky in a while. Yeah, neither I. I. I miss her. No, she's another fun one to work with. Uh, sometimes we'd cover for Paige, and then we'd choreograph little numbers for us to do together. She's she's another one that's really fun to work with. Yeah, she's... And I love, like, the, like, the look. It's very, mm-hmm. like, it's drag, and it's, it is it's drag. great. I'm really glad she's now leaning into the Ethel because mm-hmm. it's so funny yeah it's so good yeah it's a parody but it's so good mm-hmm. it's so good next is um renowned producer emmy great who is that no I'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> emmy great uh I, I emmy great's my we we like to call ourselves uh aunties mm-hmm. um like that's our like the asian aunties and stuff um i, I love working with her she's someone who has a lot of vision of what she wants her drag to be yes. and what she where she wants to take her drag um and i i love that i love she does this amazing um it's all coming back to me now number where she's lip syncing it playing the piano but not really playing the mm-hmm. piano but people go crazy yeah. for it um i actually met her the first night that miss cracker put me in drag um it was at we went to sweet bar and I think the first thing Emmy said to me is like, you need bigger jewelry and like took the jewelry <laughs> off of her ears and like put it on that's, me. Uh, yeah. That, that, that's her. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That, that checks out. Speaking of someone else who has been um, on the A plus stage and an alum of iconic Virginia thick, Virginia thick, Virginia thick. And I, <laughs> we, we like to talk about our, uh, 
our boy, our, our, our fake boyfriends, um, hers is Sean Mendez and mine is, uh, uh, Nick Jonas. Okay, and we'll okay. like, anytime, um, there's a picture of Sean Mendez with somebody else, I'll text it to her. I mean, like, I'm sorry. Uh, uh he's taken. Um, uh, but now I guess I can just show her pictures of Sean and Camilla Cabello. Um, <laughs> And now let's let's yeah, sorry he's taken. But no, I love I love Virginia, super talented. Mm-hmm. I loved her. The was it the the Asian Barbie mm-hmm. mix? Like mix. my mouth was like open. I was like, damn it, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> steal it. Yeah, don't steal it. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Next up is someone who uh, did some backup dancing for you and also lives in this apartment. Shelby Lee. Shelby. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. No, Shelby and I met. Like three years ago, it was a backup dancer for um, the show I did after So You Think You Can Drag, the the show that I won from that. Um, Shelby, I went to her drag debut, which she did the Virgin show with uh, Suddenly Seymour mm-hmm. at Albatross. And, like, she had been practicing for a little bit. Like, she had, like, mastered hair before she started performing in drag and, like, really knew how to beat her face. And... Her performance gave me chills. She sang, I was like, it's pink song, uh, Glitter, Glitter in the, in the air. air. And I was just like, in like such awe of her. And she was like, so put together and knows how to perform. Like she comes from a, another theater background as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, she's amazing. And like all the skill set that she's learned in such a short period of time is amazing. Like her wigs are great. She's on Broadway, mm-hmm. making wigs. Like it's, it's. Do you have a show, Mitt? I, I actually don't, but I did donate hair for her to make for, uh, for, uh, was it for an auction? For, oh, yeah, for an for, auction for Broadway Cares, yeah. yeah. Gotta get you a Shelmet soon yeah. when, she's, when she's back in the I know, yeah, she's gonna be so busy. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, you're, you're, you're busy, and I don't want to, like, bug you, but maybe I should do that. You should. Yeah. Um, I'll leave her a note in her room. You should. <laughs> Another person who has a theater background and is a legend of New York drag, Pixie Aventura. Uh-huh. Pixie can dance like nobody else. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I did her show uh, on Tuesdays uh, in October, and she, like, I feel like when I'm next to her, I can't even try to attempt to dance, because I just feel, like, so basic yeah. next to her. But she can really kill like a uh, a drag roulette. Yes, um, she can. She she knows the words of every song, and then she can full give you full choreo, mm-hmm. and it's just like she's a powerhouse. Yeah, like I, I love watching her. She's absolutely one of my I'm favorites a big fan. in the city. Like, yeah, she's so good. Yeah, so good. Another legend of the scene, Tina Burner. Tina Burner. I Tina Burner is. I have so much respect for her. She is high camp. Her looks are amazing. Her mixes are hilarious. She's right now down at uh, in Florida doing um, Miss Comedy Queen, and I hope she does well. Uh, I, I, she's she's just really great and just been super supportive and encouraging of me. Um, yeah, I, I think she's 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 great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another tall dumb queen, Carrie Kerning. Carrie Kerning. Oh, Carrie Kerning, and I actually. Though we are in shows, we never do shows at the same time. Really? Yeah. Like, no, there's like a few times where we have overlap, um, but we we're both the uh, the uh, the corporate 
corporate job queens that are in the in the cast uh-huh. um and so we're like we can't do it every monday because then our tuesdays are gonna be bad and you'll be sitting <laughs> in that like 9 a.m meeting being like i don't know where i am i'm really tired um so we, we we alternate um and it's funny as much as i don't see her like i met, i talk to her almost every other day mm-hmm. like we were texting and stuff like that when i'm like thinking about a new mix or like nervous about a new mix that I've made and I'm like can you listen to this and stuff so like we we're very close though we don't see each other as much yeah what would it be like the dream duet to do with Carrie oh my god I mean she's done this but I feel like like a Sonny and Cher because we're just like <laughs> I'm so oh my tiny. god that would be amazing yeah uh she's done it with I think Svetlana but like I I'm so much tinier than yeah, her. That would be yeah. so funny. There's like pictures of us paired up together. Like it's me without heels as a boy and her in like full drag. And I'm just like barely up to her stomach. She's so tall. She is. She's very tall. I love her. Next up, Vinchel. Vinchel. Vinchel is just a sweet, 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 sweet person. Um, her, her cell block tango mix is so good like i it's it's one of my favorite things to watch um i think she did it for miss health kitchen but mm-hmm. she had to do a pared down version because i think you yes. only have yes like three or four minutes to do it but it's like it's so very good yeah it, but it's a it's a full thing um I, I i i love her she's great yeah the first time i saw her was at miss health kitchen i was mm-hmm. captivated yeah like, she, who are you and why have i never seen you before yeah she won talent for that right i believe so i think so yeah next up i respect her <sighs> I respect her as, like, the full... She's, like, she she's so specific. Um, and I love, like, what her drag is. Um, it's very, it's very art. It's yeah. very artsy. Um, and, I, and it's beautiful. She makes all her own outfits. Um, and she makes all her tearaways. Like, in, in, like, any given number, there's, like, all millions of tearaways. And she's like, how did you do that? And, like, not look like a stuffed turkey. Yeah. Like, um, and I, I, she's another one I just really love to watch. Like, there's some Mondays I'll just go and watch a show. And I'm just always in awe of what she does. And she doesn't do, like, the, like a like a typical like top 40 song right. and stuff um so it's just like something very different um and in the most wonderful way yeah she's she's a fun one to watch yeah next we have a alum of so you think you can drag your sister and co-iconic judge ritzy bits ritzy bits i actually get to see her this weekend oh, nice um we're doing yeah you're doing her brunch doing her brunch yeah she's like She's such a great host. Like, she, like, can read an audience but be so funny about mm-hmm. it. Like, no one gets offended. Everyone's like, read me. No, read yeah. me. Um, and just the tricks that she does, I'm just like, I, I don't know. Like, I have one trick. It's like a cartwheel. <laughs> and I just, I'm doing her brunch on Sunday, on Saturday, and I feel like right before I get into this cartwheel, I'm like, oh, no, she's going to judge this cartwheel. <laughs> um, get those legs straight and stuff. But she's, she's really, she's, she's great. Yeah, she's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. But I had her last night at uh, Stonewall. Oh yeah. Oh, how um, was that? It was a lot of fun. It was a cute little show. Um, Wait, so how did that work? So the audience picks. So the audience the night before got to pick what costumes they wore to start the show, which then determined which is the first duet that they did, and then they got to pick a costume, which then altered what number they would do, and they got to pick a song. So like at one point, uh, you got to pick for Nicole. You didn't know what the song was, so you either got to say, uh, "Do you want Nicole?" 
to roll on Molly or get the munchies. If he rolled on Molly, she was doing her Miley Cyrus mix. If he got the munchies, doing her fast food mix. Oh. So it was that kind of thing. Okay, that's really yeah, cool. It was, of, it was a lot of fun. So hopefully we'll get to do yeah. it again. Yeah. What I, what I like dream to do is like have different hosts each month mm-hmm. um, and really change it up. And if I if it becomes a success, I'll be able to have like a team and then maybe get to the point of the last vote of the night is who is the next set of hosts. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. That's... It, it was exciting. Wow. <laughs> But speaking of someone who is a great host, it's Heidi Ho. Yes, definitely. Like, an amazing, amazing host. Actually, I love Heidi. Um, so during So You Think You Can Drag, she, like, like really came to, like, so, blah, blah, blah. Um, so every week of So You Think You Can Drag, each week that if you win, the following week you get a guesting gig at, uh, or sorry, a hosting, a guest hosting gig at pieces uh the saturday afternoon um and so i'd won the third week and had to do a show and i was like i I don't know how to do a show um i have three numbers to my name only one of them i can actually do by myself um and so like the night before i was like what songs do i know all the words to and these are the numbers that i'm gonna do i actually end up doing like some numbers twice it's a long afternoon (laughs) um and i i I called up heidi the morning of i'm like uh can you, can you, are you doing anything this afternoon? Can you come do the show with me? And she like came in, knew how to host that show. I think she like cut her hand at one point, but kept going on. Like she had like a glass in her hand and like slammed it down and oh, then had a bloody no. head. Um, and then like, I was like looking for band-aids. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she, she's a great host and she really thinks outside of the box mm-hmm. in terms of what she does in drag like her her one woman first lady show and incredible the uh, yeah it was so good and also the the scream queen show that she crafted yeah. and looking at her garage band for that i got a sneak peek at that and like entire acts were one one recording yeah um and it was like you've got all these different like bits here and there i'm like i don't know how you manage that um, I love the way her mind works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a mind that I would like to visit for like a day and then never go back to it. <laughs> it's too scary in there. She's got all these ideas. It's, I know. Yeah. She's a mile a minute. Yeah. I'm so glad we get to have her for Iconic. Mm-hmm. She's really she's great. an asset. Speaking of someone who hosts a competition is another incredible human and host in person, Marty Gold Cummings. Marty Gold Cummings. Marty Gould Cummings steals my boyfriend every Monday night. Um, <laughs> uh, well, then again, I'm, I'm now in like the show that's across the street from right. them. But yeah, that's fine. Uh, but it was, uh, so for everyone out there, know my boyfriend plays piano for Marty on Monday nights at their show. Marty's, uh, I, I love Marty. Like, she's just like, she's like an improv queen. Like, mm-hmm. she, like, even like with the songs that she does on, on Monday nights, like, she'll like stop the song talk about something go back to it like just like goes all over the place but it's like such a fun journey to watch yeah um and i love that she gets to do that show on monday she gets to bring all these broadway legends to that show um and it's just amazing she gets to bring tony winners that show um but she's been she's been such a supportive queen of me like i i adore her and we're all here to support her now yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah exactly donate everybody yes Next up is Izzy Uncut. Izzy Uncut. Izzy Uncut is... I, I, I don't know how she has never broken anything in drag. Or has she? I'm yeah, not sure. I don't know. I think there was a video of her which, as a boy 
um, doing a flip, and it's right before she, like, rolls over mm-hmm. a foot. And it's like, oh, no. She... She's another one that's a, she's a great host and she's so funny and super quick. Um, and just like the flips and tricks that she does, I'm just like, I, I just grasp onto my like health insurance card a lot harder <laughs> yeah, well, there, when there, I see her. When yeah. she was not padding and was doing all the tricks and everything, I remember she did some trick at hardware yeah. onto the concrete and I was like, are we going to have to call an ambulance? Like you just shablammed onto the concrete. Yeah. Exactly. And she's still doing it. She's still doing, still doing it. Doing it. She's, yeah. She's like a cat. She's got nine lives. Exactly. Uh, but like, she's been, she's, she's a great host. She really is as well. And a gymnast. <laughs> yeah. Another one for you. Blake Deadly. Blake Deadly. Blake Deadly brings drag to the financial district. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. And, and it's amazing because like 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 financial district doesn't have drag but it's she's true. making it relevant down there um for all uh, the rich people for all the rich people yeah and they tip good so <laughs> they tip well sorry correct my grammar <laughs> um she's 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 really fun she's another one that a we instagram message each other a lot like she she'll send me pictures of like hot boys all the time <laughs> And I, and I have a hard time keeping up. Like, I'm always like, okay, I got to find another hot boy to send you. But, like, I'll be at work. I'm like, I can't. I got to do my emails. But I got to send Blake a picture of a hot guy. You should just, like, have well. a, 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 um, a folder of hot Oh, guys. I should do that. Oh, there, there you go. <laughs> Here I come, Blake. Watch out. <laughs> and we're going to end with, we have to talk about Ms. Cracker. Ms. Cracker. I, I love her. Like... She, I've learned so much from her. Not only has she, like, taught me how to, like, paint, how to do hair, but just, like, how to be, like, a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just very creative. Like, I feel like I, the reason why, like, I like storytelling along with, like, theaters because she also loves storytelling yes. yeah. as well. Um, and she's... I miss her because I don't see her as much anymore because she's touring the world. Yeah. Um, and I miss like going to see her at hardware on Sunday nights or yeah, or industry for her uh, drag race viewings and stuff. Like it's, I, I miss her, but I'm so happy for her. Like she's, she's doing, doing great she things. Yeah. And she's like doing these solo shows that are very smart. Mm-hmm. Um, she's taking on topics. That I feel like, other queens like shy away yeah. from taking on. I mean, American Woman, I thought was one of the best things I've seen. Yeah, I was, I was, yeah, that was it amazing. It was entertaining. It was informative. Yeah. and is the reason why drag should exist in the mainstream the way mm-hmm. it does. Exactly. She's great. She's great. What was it like watching her on Drag Race? Was it stressful? I, it was. It it was because I actually didn't know. I didn't actually know how that, how where she ended up. Right in the show like I, I purposely didn't ask spoiler free yeah exactly because I didn't want to be like I didn't also didn't want to be like what happened tell me everything right. I was like I'm going to let you tell me whatever you want to tell and I'm not going to ask um, but I was definitely on my toes I was nervous um, of course when you know somebody yeah. you want them to do well and I was happy like she did well and she came mm-hmm. off like everyone loves her she yeah. came off as the fifth place finisher who got her title stolen away. Mm-hmm. 
and there's we love those people like yeah. Katya and Dela. Exactly. And so, like, those she's are, in a great are, club. Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm excited to see what would happen next. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, but no, she's incredible, and you have a great mother. Yeah, I'm very lucky. She sometimes, uh, she'll like message me and be like, are you home right now? And I'll be like, uh, yeah. It's like, okay, I'm going to send an Uber with stuff that I don't longer need. And so there'll be wigs and dresses Aww. that come in an Uber. Uh, and it's it's so sweet. And you would immediately sell it on eBay and be like, Cracker's Oh, no. no I never kidding. thought about that. But there's a good idea. <laughs> don't tell Cracker. Cracker, don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> Why is drag important to the community? I think it's like, it's important because it reminds us to laugh. Um, I like that. I think laughter is so important. Um, I think politically things are like not great, but and also like things might not be going well in your life and stuff. And I think it's important to be able to go to like a bar and see a show and like forget your worries for a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I love drag because I love to like have a good time i love or going to see drag because I, I love to laugh um yeah <laughs> that's a very simple answer yeah, but like no, it, I, yeah it's a true answer it, and i feel like there are a lot of people who would answer that the same way yeah kind of a two-parter but how important is social media in the drag scene today and do you think it will influence where drag is in say like five years it's um it is important right now. Like, I don't think we all, not necessarily, not everyone think wants it to be important. Um, I don't think it necessarily should be important, but it it's something that, I don't know, it, it sometimes it does come, sorry, I'm really like flabbergasted right now. I'm like, um... Because it's a reality. It is a it's reality. An and it, reality. It's an unfortunate reality. Like, social media doesn't have any, like, bearing on, like, how good a, you are as a queen. Absolutely not. Um, and also, like, it's hard. And I feel like it reaches a wider audience. And that's how people judge your drag from far away. What they see on the Instagram or how well you keep up your grid mm-hmm. and everything. Um, so, it... Unfortunately and fortunately, pays like plays an important part. Like it gets your name out there, but also you have to really be on top of it. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's tricky. It's a weird thing to have. It's a weird sort of thing where you like it, but also there are things about it that you don't like. Yeah. So I feel like Instagram probably started around the same time when you mm-hmm. were starting, and it really didn't bear that much because it, who knew what Instagram was? Yeah. Um, have you seen how? How how did it how did social media really affect you when you first started? I mean, I think it actually helped me because like it, uh, it's almost like your business card, a mm-hmm. little bit. It shows people what you can do, but uh, again, it reaches people that would not necessarily see you. And so, like, I was able to like book guesting gigs because yeah. of that. It's almost like a headshot and resume. For exactly, drag. exactly. That's what it is. Um, and I won't say who this is. I mean, it's not a bad thing. Um, I did see uh, a show with a queen who talked about um, how this producer wanted to book them, and, and it's someone who's been in the business for a long time, and 
that business person, uh, that person's business partners, like started looking at her Instagram and it didn't have that many followers. And then they canceled it. <sighs> and it's just like, this is a legend. You, 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 I can't believe this is happening. And hearing that story, I was like mortified. Yeah. But like, that is how important social media is nowadays. Like how many followers that you have, Again, it doesn't translate to how good you are, no, but this is no. how people get to know who you are and what you're about. And that's a great thing, but at the same time, you are judged by your Instagram and your Facebook. Okay, so you've fallen down a rabbit hole on YouTube. What are you watching? Um, <sighs> this is so weird. Uh, not weird, it's not weird. Um, oh, I forget what the name of it is, but there's. I love watching... Oh, no, that's what it is. It's called The Funk Land. Yes. Oh, my God. Someone else knows it. Oh, yeah. I I, I, I grew up going to Disney parks. Uh-huh. Like, I love going to Disney parks. So The Funk Land is, for those of you who don't know, so it's like, it's this series on YouTube about, like, about Disneyland and, like, mm-hmm. also, like, attractions have, are no longer there. It's sort of, like, a parks little bit of a history. Existed. Parks that never existed. Like, plans that never mm-hmm. came to fruition. Um, oh, it's so good. It's so good. I love... I I love Disney that's, and hearing the past about Disney. It's funny that you say that's where your rabbit hole is as well. It's mine too. Yeah. Like I'll watch the Disney food blog all the time. Yeah. Um, there are now some blogger vloggers yeah. that I'll watch daily. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I now get to the point where I know if I have a couple of days, like where I'm going to have free time, I won't watch them so yeah. I can binge them. Mm-hmm. It's now become my Netflix. Yeah. I like. Yesterland. Also, Do you watch Yesterland as well? Of course. Of course. Yeah. 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 Uh. Um, I'm at the point of like wondering maybe do i just leave new york and go to florida and become a disney vlogger <laughs> like do I, mean, I love Dis- <laughs> i love disney you can so do that much. as well yeah, yeah. i always I, I think like if i weren't like here i probably want to be like an imagineer mm-hmm. um i mean i used to have dreams as a kid like my dream job was to be a disney vip tour guide mm-hmm. like that would be the most amazing thing it is yeah um um for actually in eighth grade we had to do uh like a biography project we had to pick somebody and then come to class as that person i came into class as walt disney um and got to like talk about theme parks and stuff yeah if you could eat one meal every day for the rest of your life what would it be um this is a very asian answer but i love like i love a bowl of pho okay spelled p-h-o for you don't for those who don't (laughs) know um it's this like it's like a rice noodle with like semi-cooked thin slices of beef that cook while you uh in the soup that you're mm-hmm. eating um because it's like it's yummy and it's yeah. quick yeah <laughs> yeah fills the stall yep if you had to pick one new york city drag queen to be your partner on the amazing race oh my god who would it be oh you know it would be carrie carrie kerning because mm-hmm. we would just be stressed out together, <laughs> and that'd be amazing television. Yes. But we would get it done, but we'd be stressed out the entire way. I feel like we'd be the most stressed out yeah. uh, group to win. <laughs> there we there go. There you go. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, I always say, like, if I'm going to pick someone, I'm probably not going to pick on our chances of winning. It would be our chances of being good television. Oh, yeah, exactly. to return again. E- Exactly, yeah. Um, which is why I always say my partner would probably be, like, Seraphim, because we would... Oh, fun. Them destroy each other on television amazing yeah yeah be so much fun do they do like an all-stars for amazing race um they they do okay Um, so this past season was because i'm a reality tv junkie it was amazing race versus big brother versus survivor 
So they brought back they brought back oh, wow. five teams from Amazing Race and then a couple teams from Big Brother and Survivor. Yeah. It was amazing. It was oh so my god. Good. All right, we're going to move into the pop five rapid fire. So I'm going to give you five pop culture things, and you'll say word, phrase, story, whatever you want to talk about. And if you don't know it, you don't know it. That's fine. Okay. Number one, glow. Gorgeous oh, ladies. Like, like the wrestling show? Yeah. I haven't watched it since the first season, okay, okay. and I need to get back into yes, it. Season three is so good. I feel like there's like a lot of good drag mixes that can come out yes. of that show i don't know really why i'm not watching i'm it. not no one has done like a duo number of glow like like that is so, would be so good yeah. uh do you have an 80s week in iconic not uh, this season. i'm gonna be like uh, hey <laughs> iconic but, <laughs> contestants. We, but we do have a partner's week uh, okay just saying ladies is there a theme to the partner's week or is it nope. just partners okay just, you gotta do a number with a, with, a, with a partner all right so you might we'll get see. a glow number we'll in there yeah, I, I'm obsessed with I love Sarah. it. I love the first season. The first really season fun, was yeah. great. Season yeah. two is not as good. Season three, um, the themes are just so important. Okay. Because we're in the 80s and the AIDS crisis and all oh, of Oh, wow. Things. They delve into... It's, okay, it's that's good. amazing. It's really good. Yeah. Number two is Lil Nas X's Old Town Road Breaks Billboard Records. Oh, no. You don't know the song? I don't know the song. It's been number one for like 19 weeks. I'm really bad, and everyone's going to like yell at me now. Well, Lil yeah. Nas X is um, the country rapper who just came out as gay. Um, so it's oh. a, big, a big deal that the song has. Yeah, tried. no, no. That's great. You should listen to it. It's okay. a lot of fun. I, that's what I'll do when I go there, home. There's a couple remixes. One of them includes Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh. Yeah. Great. Exactly. Number three, we're going to get a little, slightly political. Um, number three is Jeffrey Epstein's death. Oh, oh my god um conspiracy i agree <laughs> like it's too a lot of secrets die with him and it's like oh i think today or yesterday when the news broke that the warden and two of the um officials were moved to other um venues was all i needed to know that yeah this is a cover-up because now you can't it's just it's Ugh. very fishy like too fishy. It's super, too fishy yeah yeah but i can't wait for all the dirt to come out eventually mm-hmm. number four is miley and liam and their marriage i feel like they'll get back together yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, I mean, didn't they why not before? yeah it's like a, it's a roller coaster yeah. it's a it's hollywood storytelling i don't know i don't know, I, I, I don't know. um maybe maybe they won't get together i don't know We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. And last but not least, number five is Moulin Rouge on Broadway. I need to see it. I need to see it. Like, I, I love the movie. I remember it being in college, downloading it from one of those, like, just, like, downloading it legally and, like, watching it over yeah. and over again. I'm, I'm curious to see, like, what's kept and what's taken out, because I hear there's and a little bit. what's added. Oh, what's added. There's I know they've added. a lot of new music. Yeah. Like, what? No, I can't wait to see that. I was going to go see it in Boston, but then when they were like, we're coming to Broadway, I'm like, okay, I can wait till it yeah. gets to Broadway. I'm sure there'll be some new drag mixes coming soon once that soundtrack comes out. Yeah, I know there's... I think it's another queen does this, but they want to do like like a Mulan, like Asian Mulan <laughs> Rouge show. Yes, yep. There there's you go. your there's your like drag. Maybe that'll be my next show. There's like your, there it is. Mulan spliced with Mulan Rouge. Love it. <laughs> All right, so we have the fan corner now. So I have a, a couple of questions oh, from the fans. Okay. Uh, first one is from Arya Derchi. Okay. <laughs> what influences your drag? Um, I used to love watching Carol Burnett. 
Um, I love watching sketch comedy. I, I love watching funny women mm-hmm. um, getting to do f- funny, stupid things. And I think that's what a lot of my drag is influenced by. Like, it gives me a chance to, like, put on, like, a pretty face and do, like, very not pretty things um, and, and be funny while doing it. And I think that's, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Harry Legrande wants to know, and you kind of alluded to it earlier, but what other drag names did you have? What other drag names did I have? Okay, so the first, like, three years of, like, three or four years of, like, playing around with drag, I started off with Juicy Lou, um, and then it just became this game with my boyfriend uh, about, um, I'm going to give you a name assignment, and you have to try to create this character. So I have also had Ho Chi Mini, so that was, like, it's like Minnie Mouse, but Ho Chi Mini. Um <laughs> So uh, Sharon Noodles, which I guess Sharon Noodles had that nickname yeah, as well. She did. Um, but that was like a takeout. That was the takeout box look <laughs> yeah. with Sharon Noodles, and um, I wanted to be an ice cream drag queen. And so uh, my boyfriend came up with uh, Cone Crawford. Love it. Um, so those are the other names I like had played with. Yeah. Love <laughs> it. So I have two signature questions from Pussy Willow. First is. Would you try human meat if it was prepared by a five-star chef? Uh, no. <laughs> That's good. I don't know if I, I don't know. Not to judge anyone who would, but I don't know if I'd do that. I, I, don't, really, I, don't, I don't know I don't if think, I would do that. I don't think that's good. Cannibalism is not fun. No. Not, not yet. We don't need it yet. We're not no. in apocalypse quite yet. Yeah. <sighs> and her last question is, if you could kai-kai with any New York City queen, who would it be? Oh, God. I'm going to get, like, in trouble. <laughs> I can't say. All right, there you go. Plead I can't the say, Plead but the they are a friend of mine. Ooh. And I won't tell them. Well, I think I think they know. I think they know. <laughs> Whatever. So I have my previous guest ask my current guest a question, and they don't know who it gets to be, so this is a good oh, question. Oh, crazy. Okay, cool. So this is a question from Vivica Galactica. Okay. Would you rather poop bubbles or pee cheese? I think poop bubbles because that would be really good for drag. Um, <laughs> yes. On stage, just like that's a great trick. You just like whip that. Like it's like I- I'm a queen that doesn't have a lot of like tricks. Like I don't like death drop or anything. But if I could just pull down my pants and bubble out my butt, like there you go. I mean, I'd be so rich. <laughs> yeah. Now it's your turn to ask a question to my next guest. Oh, okay. About anything you want it to be. Um. Okay. Let me think. What would be a good question? I'm taking a really long time, I know. Because <laughs> um, it's important. Who, what drag queen... Uh, well, hold on. I'm trying to formulate the words for this. Um... If you could be any drag queen for a day, who would that drag queen be? This is a very, like, Prince and the Popper situation. Yeah. Um, I love that. I, I would be curious to see what people say. Nice. I don't even know what yeah. I would say yet. <laughs> oh, I love that, that question. Yeah. Fun. Where can we find you on social media? Um, you can find me at Jusindaloo on Facebook. That's <laughs> J-U-I-C-I-N-D-A-L-I-U. Um, and on Instagram, you can find me at Miss Juicy Lou. So that's M-I-S-S-J-U-I-C-Y-L-I-U. And that's L-I-U, like Long Island, 
university. That's good to remember. Yeah, because I get L-U-I a lot. Of course you do. Of course. Um, I always try to find other things that I could spell out, like, lick it up. (laughs) (laughs) Or look it up, too, works. There you go. And we can see you Monday nights at shows Mm -hmm. and various guest bookings. A-plus and guesting around the city, yeah. Thank you for being here. It's a real honor. Of course. Thank you for having me. A big thank you once again to Juicy for joining me. Make sure to tap that subscribe button and leave us a five-star review. Follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.